right, dear listener, um, welcome. Episode 132 of The Pastor and the Guy Next Door. Uh, the Pastor and Guy Next Door are in fine talking form this evening, but apparently we keep forgetting to press the record button. So Yeah, we were just talking about we've... looking around our yards and seeing how nice and pleasant it is. And... We were just talking up a storm. Yeah, and you missed it. Yeah, sorry about that. It was really good. You'd liked it if we'd recorded it. Right. You know, we're talking about the plants we had germinated, and uh, they're on their third year of growing. These are perennial plants. Now we have to weed them down. Ah, well, they do look very nice. They do nice. What are nice. the what are the pretty bluey, purpley ones? I think they're called balloon, purple balloon flowers. Okay, well, they're definitely purple. And they're yeah, they start out as a balloon, and then they explode open into a star shape. Oh, nice! Very they, nice. That's a beautiful color. That is. It's kind of like your shirt, Simon. Oh, you're with, with so the kind. Orange, with the orange next to it, the butterfly weed. You're so kind, Yeah, Bill. and you notice we have one sunflower. I must have planted 20 <laughs> sunflower seeds. We really? Have one. Only one. Wow. One grew. So that shows Normally you have better odds with your... Well, what I have done is with the hollyhocks that I had, I pulled off a bunch of seeds and I germinated them and... Now they're about two and a half, three inches tall. But our little pine tree, I've only got ten of them, and I wanted maybe twenty, but we'll see what happens. I took them outside for their first adventure outdoors today, the little plants. Oh, did they enjoy the sunshine and the fresh air? I, I think they did. I looked it up on uh, University of YouTube School of uh, Gardening, and they said, you know, gradually... Get your plants used to being outside four hours a day. So before I go to work tomorrow, I'll take them outside, and then I'll bring them back in when I come home. Uh, very nice. So we'll see how that works. But I, I think it works okay. Water them a little bit. And in fact, the hollyhocks are looking like they should almost go into a bigger um, bigger pot, but I'm going to hold off for a little bit. And then what I shall do is maybe put them in the ground where I want them in the fall. Okay. So they will come back in the spring. Sounds like a, a good plan. But I have picked up quite a few beans. Lisa and I had two meals of beans, green beans. Nice. Potatoes are looking good. And my tomato plant I trimmed off almost all the leaves off the plant so it uh, hopefully we'll concentrate on growing potatoes tomatoes yes the tall one in the back by oh, the utility pole we're disguising the utility pole making it look like part of the, some kind of plant or a tree or something but yeah it is and it's going to get taller and taller and hopefully the squirrels stay away from it there is that one that lives... There's always one. Oh, it's that one. <laughs> there used to be squirrels maybe, in one of the trees. Maybe I, should, I can lend you my BB gun. You can sit on your back oh, deck. Oh, you know what? I'm going to sit back here if those gophers come back. But I don't, think it's, I don't think it's legal to discharge a BB gun in the city limits. But we won't tell anybody. 
listeners don't tell anybody. Yes, yeah. We're only recording this and making it available to the entire world, but so that should be fairly secure. Yeah, right. Yeah. We should have that black cat come back around here. Let him. That black cat is cute. Yeah, except Coco chased it away one night. Broke her collar. That's why I'm more of a cat than a dog person. Are you? Yeah. Well, at least I have neither. Right. Well, except you have some... Uh, Children with dogs. Yes. Grand dogs or whatever, I think. Well, that's what some people call them. Yeah. At least I just call them dogs. <laughs> and, you know, they're, they're good dogs. You know, they, they like us. You know, we go see so them. So Sean is asking for a dog. Well, you got to get rid of the cat first. Uh, well, actually, we're... So we have been... Because my... My boss has a little farmette, and she has a bunch of, uh, yeah, there's, there's always litters of kittens turning up. Oh, as, yeah. As tends to be on farms. So so she has farm cats. And so, oh, we just had another litter. And so we had been telling my wife, well, you know, we should have got two cats when we got our cat. So we think she gets lonely. She needs company. Uh, so we should get a kitten. Maybe this one will be a hunter. Couldn't be worse a hunter than the current one. Uh, <laughs> oh, she, she's an embarrassment to predators everywhere. <laughs> so the lions and the tigers and the jaguars, they would... Yes, yeah, they, they, they would all completely disown her. Oh, boy. That, that reminds me of a joke. Uh, let me see if I can get it right now. What do you call a, uh, a hunter who is unsuccessful in their hunting? I give up. A vegetarian. Oh, all right. <laughs> or maybe a fisherman. <laughs> well, maybe. Looking at it that way. In fact, I may pull out my fishing pole and go fishing tomorrow. Ah. But everything I catch, I seem to throw back. Well, that's okay. That way you don't have to clean it. There's a couple neighborhood boys... Boy Scouts. Yes, uh, they good. are. Um, so where was I? <laughs> Talking about cats. Oh yes. So vegetarians. Like, well, if you if you get a kitten, and we end up having a second cat. So I want a dog. Not immediately, but within the next five years, I want a dog. And she specifically wants a golden doodle. Oh, they don't shed. Which, and, and that's the first thing she offered. And I'm like, well, I, but I, I dislike poodles and all poodle-like critters. That's because so, they're French. Uh, well, that doesn't help. <laughs> I, I think I dislike them regardless of their nationality. Um, so we'll see. Well, yeah. So need to have a little conversation about with her about, you know... When the dog, if we get one, is out there pooping, it's your dog and you're picking it up. Little Miss doesn't like to mess with that kind of stuff. Yes. <laughs> so, because I, for all our kids, I probably changed about 50% of all of the 
the diapers or nappies for okay. our British audience. Nappies? Nappies. Okay. That's what we call them. Um, so I was a very good husband. I changed just a boat because my wife just could. Oh, she was. She was terrible. Sometimes she would start changing one, and if it was a really, really poopy one, she'd be making so many. Ah, oh, oh, it's terrible! I'd, I'd go, all right, I'll finish it for you. Well, this dad and uncle and grandpa changes a lot of diapers, and it doesn't bother me at all. Not one it, bit. It never bothered me either. I mean, no, it's just just poop. But well, yeah, but you can wash your hands afterwards. Well, that and if you don't get them changed, the consequence is far worse for the little ones. Yes, that is very true. So, yeah, I I did a ton of changing. Um, I probably do fifty percent of the emptying of the cat's litter tray. It just it just doesn't. I mean, yeah doesn't smell nice i don't i don't particularly enjoy the smell but well then hold uh, your breath well yeah (laughs) yeah but it doesn't kill you either no but my wife is not good with uh poop and such things so yeah be like no you're a dog dear (laughs) If, if we get one I tell you, well, with one dog and the two little boys with diapers, we had a pretty good-sized bag of diapers that had to be outside of the house. Oh, I imagine so, yeah. But, you know, that's... Now, one thing we did... All part of the uh, game. We discovered quite early on um, fragranced... Uh, trash bags. Oh yeah, yeah, we've so had some you, of those too. Yeah, so we we use those in the bathroom, and any time, no, yeah. Peter's not worn diapers in a long time. But uh, yeah, we would put the uh, the used diaper. You know, you fold it back over on itself to keep the the contents uh, in, but and then we put it in these uh, scented. Uh, trash bags, and man, that that was good stuff. It it really went a long way to covering the smell. And that's why they made scented trash bags. Uh, I bet it is. Uh, <laughs> I bet you're right. Or at least that's what I used them for. And I was very thankful for it. Yeah, the winter's the best though. They freeze up and yeah. That's that. Yeah, or you can just have a bucket and put it outside, but then you got to try and keep critters away from it. Now, Anthony and Christy have the greatest deal where they have a uh, non, they have a detached garage, and it's on the other side of the garage where the garbage picks them up. So mm-hmm. you just, you know, during the night, you throw it out on the steps, you gather them in the morning, <laughs> you throw them away, and they are probably 25 yards from the house. That does work out well. If it's, you know, 20, 25, I'm not quite sure. I've never really walked it off, so I'm not, you know, I couldn't tell you. But, yeah, that that works out great. Did a lot of walking this weekend. Carrying little Edwin on my shoulders to the game, that was fun. He's got that figured out where if he rides on your shoulders... 
he you know he knows how to hold himself on. Oh, okay. Yep. But that's how we tell him the big boy gets carried, not on the hip anymore. You got to be on yeah. the shoulders. Well, I saw him on on our swing set. So oh, he loves to swing. Yep. He, so he seemed to be doing quite well holding on to just the regular swing. Yep. Now, well, he's getting much stronger. I mean, he's bed strong. I mean, he'll climb up the uh, the rope. Not he doesn't use the rope, but he uses the blue grips going up the walkway <laughs> to the little uh, lookout on on the swing set. Excellent. Goes down the slide. Loves all that stuff. And he's just hilarious. He starts to laugh and he gets happy. And it's, it's so much fun to watch. He, he and his little cousin Joey are just so much fun to watch together. <laughs> no stars yet. Nope. There's a jet. There's an airplane. There's one over there too. Oh, really? Okay. So there's leaves in the way for that one. Well, see, that's. So I'm just I'm. You know, I'm going to trust you, Bill. Right. I'm going to believe that it's there. We may have to go to the front yard and look for satellites. We saw a couple of them this last weekend. Anthony's mom was here, and it's, we were showing them, showing her how to find the satellites. She lives in uh, around West Dallas. Uh, I can't remember what the suburb is, but anyway... There's so much light pollution out there, you can't really right. see the stars. Right. Then if you go to a place where there, where there's no light in that area, I don't think it's probably a good thing to do. Yeah, probably not. So a few weeks ago, I don't know, two or three weeks ago now, uh, Sean and I were stood out on the, the patio just enjoying a little fresh air before we uh, retired for the night. And I'm looking up and I... And I saw, oh, there's no airplane. I saw a satellite go over, and you know, it was gone 10 o'clock at night. I was I was so tempted to text you. <laughs> so satellite. Uh, you would not have gotten a response until the morning. <laughs> no, I know, but it would have been, I was so tempted to do it. <laughs> you know, that rain we got sure did green things up. Yep. The last couple of times we mowed, we mow our grass quite a bit higher. Yes, you said you'd put yours up, so now you're 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 more like the the height that we normally mow. Oh, okay. Yeah, because you leave yours pretty high too, don't you? It's yes. just better for yeah. the grass. It was hard to tell whether you cut it or not, and when it was so dry, the grass would go, but it was so thin that the blade would push it down and it wouldn't cut it. We need our yard thatched. So do you know anyone that offers you mean thatching like, service where they get the... Like aerated? No, not the aerating. It, it probably needs that as well. But the thatching, because uh, our mower is supposed to be mulching, but it still seems to end up with a lot of dry grass on the ground, which keeps the rain from being absorbed. So then the water runs off rather than being absorbed by the ground. You have your lawn sprayed, right? Yes. I would t contact those people. Oh. They're in the business. Well, I, 
In fact, we're thinking about getting our uh, lawn aerated and maybe overseeded in the fall. So we have the lawn race now. It was not as, as expanded from the satellites to the lawn. <laughs> well, I wasn't planning to uh, compete on the, the lawn. Is that the moon over there? Behind that tree. Yep. Is it a full one? Close. It looks pretty good it's, size. Uh, do I actually look that up today? The full moon is two days away. So Wednesday is full moon. All right. Because uh, my wife texted me and said, is it, is it a full moon? Because there had just been more loopy people than usual going through. Oh, in through the court system? The courthouse, yeah. And so I looked it up and said, well... We're only two days away from a full moon. They're going to jump start on the, I know when Lisa worked at the hospital in Minneapolis, the entire hospital knew when it was a full moon because there were some nuts out there. Right. I mean, there's nuts anyway, but... Well, you do know that the word lunatic, the came, luna in lunatic comes from the moon. Yeah. Right, and on the full moon. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I just stay home those nights and look at the moon from the deck. Yes, away Front from or, other people that yeah, are keep, more likely to be uh, driven loopy. Keep a safe distance. Right. Ah, oh, there's a cardinal in the tree. See it? In the everybody's there. It oh, just flew away. I see it. Yep, I saw it fly away. Yeah, we're getting quite a few more cardinals. I'd like to see more cardinals and bluebirds than gophers. Yeah. But maybe we're going to be done with the gophers if that cat comes around again. Well, maybe if we get our kitten, it'll be a, a, a predator. A hunter. Well, hopefully, if it comes from a long line of farm cats, it'll be a it predator. Be. Yeah, because that's why people have farm cats. Yes, it is. To keep the mice away. Maybe should, they should get a bunch of cats out of Dodgeville Agri-Service and keep the rodents away from the corn and the... The oats that they pick. Well, you'd think that would be a somewhat sensible thing to do. Makes perfectly good sense to me. Put them on a bunch of leashes and just let them run wild and give them water and milk. And That's why a lot of churches over in England, and who knows, maybe on the continent as well, but uh, used to have church cats. Keep the mice away. Keep the mice away, yeah. Yep. I know when I lived in Prairie Sheen, my parents lived in the country. Always had cats. Kept the mice away. Right. And you can kind of help them learn to be more outdoor cats and only come in occasionally or at night or whatever. But yeah, ours is... <laughs> She's a slug. Does does your cat request changing of linens often? <laughs> oh, she would. And she new towels. She could get away with it. <laughs> she uh, she spends a lot of her time during the day sleeping on one or other of the girls' beds, and then uh, in the shed. Yeah, she's not too bad. So she she's a, she's a short hair. We would we would never okay. get a long hair. Um, but they do still shed. So the girls uh, take it in turns to brush her f- 
fairly regularly, especially in the spring when she's losing her winter coat. Oh, yes. And uh, getting down to summer fur. So she just, yeah, it's insane. (laughs) Yeah, that whole um, pet thing, it's nice when they're little and cute and fluffy and then they grow up and then you have to either pick up after them in plastic bags and as you walk them. I had to take Coco for a few walks that she greatly appreciated, I'm sure, and filled several bags. That's what I like about cats. It's like, yep, there's your uh, your litter tray. You just get right on with it. Yeah. (laughs) I'll empty it every couple of days, and uh, life will be good. Well, and cats, you don't need to have somebody house it. Just give them water and food and they eat yeah. when they're hungry, and they drink when they're thirsty, and then they sleep on the bed. Pretty much. And they walk where they shouldn't and knock things off the fireplace mantle. That does that does happen occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what they do. Ours is ours is too chubby to jump mm. up on um, anywhere where we we keep valuable stuff. So sounds uh, like you have a pampered cat. Oh. Lord, yes, she is pampered. Uh, the, the vets always tell us she's overweight. It's like, well, uh, she bothers us up a storm if she's the slightest bit hungry. So, yeah, no, she's she's just going to be fat. Maybe she won't live as long, but she's happy. Well, happy cat, happy Simon. Uh, yeah. Um, especially in the the winter or cooler weather if i if i lay down for a nap boom she's right there to lay on top of me because i'm nice and warm and so she's like yeah she knows oh yeah in the summer i'm too warm for her she won't she won't come anywhere near me Uh Uh, but in the cooler weather oh she knows i'm the warm human and she's gonna she's gonna uh come snag some of that body heat you know we are such fickle people in the Midwest where we love it hot, but we also want it cold when it's hot, and vice versa. And it doesn't take much. Yeah. I mean, when it's 40 degrees in the spring, we're all in short sleeves and shorts. When it's 40 degrees in the fall, we got sweatshirts and caps and long pants on. And well, right. That's it, what you get used to. I mean... After a Wisconsin winter, 40 degrees does feel fairly warm. It does. But then it again, really when does. you go but through then after September a Wisconsin summer, 90 degree weather. And, we've and had 80 and 90 degree weather. Uh, you know, 40 is kind of chilly. I do remember many years ago where they had to call school off in September because it was too hot. Oh, my. It was like, and it was in the 90s. The kids were not learning. Oh, look at the moon peep out of the, the tree yep. now. It's going up and... West. Yeah, I think uh, I read it's like at 92% of its brightness. Right now. Right now, yes. Tomorrow it'll be at 95%, 96 and then Wednesday night it'll be at 100% of its maximum brightness. It is fun to go cross-country skiing at night with a full moon. But it doesn't happen very often. I've done it a few times. But it is... 
a whole different ski than during the day. Oh, I'm sure it is. It's not like we see a bunch of animals out or anything. It's just so much fun. Of course, it's quiet. Very quiet. Well, it's quiet during the... Well, the only thing I've done that would come anywhere close to that would be kayaking at sea at night. In a full moon. Uh, I don't remember if it's a full moon. Well, you did live dangerously. What if you can't? What if you ran into a big rock? Well, I knew the area we were kayaking. Oh, okay. In, but uh, we had. Was it a? It might have been a New Year's thing. We went. Uh, no, it was, wasn't that cold. We had gone on a uh, trip from. Plymouth around the coast to the, the the next beach over from the uh, Plymouth Sound which is the, the port of Plymouth and as, as part of the, the canoe and kayaking club uh, somebody had driven the grilling materials out there and so we grilled and had uh, burgers and hot dogs and stuff and that was fun and then uh, we turned around and uh, kayaked back uh, which, was, which was great fun uh, heading towards Plymouth Sound which is all lit up so it was like I don't know 10 somewhere between 10 and 11 o'clock at night so all the lights were on it was it was very scenic mm-hmm. but you don't normally get to see Plymouth Sound from out or Plymouth Hoe from actually in the sound. Uh, so that was nice. wasn't quiet, though, because uh, sound carries much further over the water. So yep. you could hear all the noise of cars and things like that. So it was very scenic, but it was a little bit loud because uh, that sound travels. People don't realize how far sound travels over water at night. Well, if there's nothing in its way, like around here all the well, trees well the, uh, the the temperature and all that it just uh, because the water is cooler the air the sound travels further and faster through the air so yeah well now that we know that so was the sound really smooth in the morning was it like glass um well, Plymouth Sound was just the, the what they call the, the the river valley. It's a it's a ria, a drowned river valley. So, uh, it's where the a couple of rivers meet and then go out into the uh, the English Channel. Um, it can be quite rough in the winter, but in the summer, it's usually not too bad. But uh, Plymouth is at the point where the English Channel is pretty much joined to the Atlantic Ocean. And so we get some pretty big waves come in there. In fact, they had to build a great big um, uh, barrier, storm barrier, uh, the name of which is escaping me, but... uh, so there's there's a big 
barricade. Um, and that keeps out the worst of the bad weather, but you could still get six to ten foot waves in Plymouth Sound. Uh, oh, they call it the breakwater. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that, so you can get six to ten foot waves in the in the winter or during a storm, even on the the uh, the inside part of the of the breakwater. So the reason I ask is we used to myself and friends would camp on the Mississippi River in the morning. It would as the sun came up and we were going to bed. <laughs> the water was like glass. It's just beautiful. Yeah. So the only place I've seen water like glass would be on a lake. So the sea, it can be very calm, but it's never like glass. Mm-hmm. Well, there's always uh, some kind of wind or boats or whatever. Or swell. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, but it can be, you know, like mere inches, uh, which compared to six to ten feet is, is pretty good. The calmest water I've ever kayaked on was Lake Windermere in the Lake District of England. Uh, Lake Windermere is surrounded by um, some of the mountains, some of the hills, but it's, it's basically surrounded by, by peaks. Okay. And so there's very little wind gets down to the water level and in fact it's where they host a lot of uh, water speed record attempts because the lake is so calm and I think it's a mile long or it's over a mile long okay. so they they are able to and it's good and deep and uh, there's, there's just you know a few other there's no major towns on the the lake or anything, so it's uh, it's very common that they use that for water speed record attempts, uh, mostly because it's so calm. I have seen some of these boats that they look like planes, almost, yeah, and mm-hmm. they they aren't even touch. I think the prop is the only thing touching the water. It, and when they're when they're up to full speed, that's true. Yes. Yeah, and I could see how just a little riffle would flip those up in the air. Oh, oh my yeah. Gosh. So when they when they do the the water speed records, they they do they do two runs, cause, and then they average the time on the run for the for the record, <coughs> just in case there is any uh, wind or, or water effect to average it out. So they, they do a run in one direction. Then I want to say they wait half an hour. They wait quite a while to let the water be as still as possible again. And then they turn around and go back the other way. Okay. Uh, I'm sure you could find more information on the uh, University of YouTube about that. I'm sure you could. Yeah. But I have seen... So I, I did go kayaking on there once uh, when I graduated I was in a junior management training program which was not because I was destined to be a junior manager but uh, because 
that money came out of the HR budget and the IT department I was working for was like, you know, we're going to take you on. We're going to use this program because then they're going to pay for you. And we'll get you most of the time. But once a month, you have to go away for a week and stay in a nice hotel. I'm like, okay. That's... And what do you do in this nice hotel? <laughs> yeah. Go kayaking? Uh, on one occasion, we did. Most of the time, it was, was business stuff. So they mm. told us how to read uh, account statements and you know things like seminars. that. Seminars. It, it, it basically, yeah, week-long seminars. There's seminars after you graduate. They are class when you, before you graduate. Oh, okay. Sure. That's the way it's a tax deduction. Okay, very good. I don't know if that's true or not, but uh, I feel it's that okay. seminar. That well, if you term. feel that, that's yes. good enough for me. Um, so, yeah, one of these was an outward bound leadership training thing, and it was it was fun. It basically was just dinking around in the countryside, which I grew up in the countryside, so I was perfectly fine with that. You're happy as could be, uh, happy yes. as a clam. Yes. Um, some of the some of my city dwelling uh, co employees uh, did not appreciate the uh, the nice gentle walk over the moors and things like that, but I loved it. Uh, and then they had a one of the activities was was kayaking, and I I initially said no, I really of course I just come from kayaking through university, but I'm like no, I I prefer my water a bit more active. Now, the lake was beautiful, but I didn't want uh-huh. to kayak on it. Right. And, but a couple of my uh, folks there knew that I had, was a kayaker. Like, come on, come on, come on. We want you there with us. Okay, so fine. So I, I went just basically to be another safety boat. Just a paddle. Yeah. And was not overly excited about just paddling along on the plain water. Uh, but the view was gorgeous. So I I didn't complain though. Like I, you know what I'm not I'm not here for the paddling. I'm here for the view, and the view is beautiful. You know, once uh, in a while you find yourselves in those spots. A picture does not do it justice. Yeah, I was not into photography back then, so I don't I don't have any pictures. It's like oh man, if I could jump in a time machine and go back then, you know, smack myself upside the head and go. Take a picture. Take a, one of those little disposable cameras, anything, but take a picture from the middle of the lake looking up at the hills. Yeah. Yeah, but there you go. It's what, still in my memory, but... One day, maybe I talked about this, uh, Kendrick and I got up early. It was like before the sun came up in uh, on the Gulf of Mexico. We went to a national park and we're dodging clams or crabs. Oh, okay. Because they throw in the sand at night and then go back out to the water during the day but I got some really really nice sunrise pictures I love oh, sunrise wonderful. pictures I like sunrise and sunsets yes but, uh, yeah they they have their own each have their own flavor they do but they do uh, yeah they're they're gorgeous not just because one's in the east and one's in the west uh, that that does make a difference but yeah they're fun I'm excited about getting up and getting some sunrise pictures when we go to the Door County, El Goma area. That will be fun. I love Door County. It is so much fun. I like the lakeside. Actually, both are good. 
it depends on where you are because Peninsula State Park is on the bay side, and that is an absolutely gorgeous park. It is. Uh, I remember being told it's the highest trafficked park in Wisconsin. Yes, I could believe it. I think Governor Dodge is like third, so we're not, you know, it's not too shabby around here either. Devil's Lake also. Yes, yeah, that's, that's number well. two. But Peninsula is nice. I, I like both sides. Um, there's the cute little towns on the bay side, and you can get, you know, a good lunch or snacks or breakfast. You know, so that's that's great. But the the lake side is definitely more scenic. It's more but, scenic and less populated because a lot yes. of the tourists they like going to where all the action is. Yes. Which is strange because Door County is not that wide. You can drive from one side to the other in like 20 minutes. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, go have lunch on the bay side. Yep, that's where all the good restaurants are, the, the cafes. Go have lunch there. Then then drive back over and look at the scenery. But yeah, yep. oh well. <laughs> A lot of parks. There are county parks. And yes. State parks. Yeah, I, I love it. Uh, so... A ministerial friend of ours has a uh, a rental up there, and we stayed there for a long Thanksgiving weekend know, three or four years ago, maybe five now, and that was fun. And so I said to my wife, "Well, why don't you uh, why don't you talk to his wife? Because normally she does the bookings, and see if it's open this." Thanksgiving, or maybe even between Christmas and New Year, that would be fun. Oh, yeah. Because, oh, now, during Thanksgiving, it was pretty quiet. I mean, there were places open, because there were people that actually lived there. So, right. so there, were, there were stores open and restaurants open for the locals, but not that many. Well, a lot But of the people... ones that were open, they were good, because those are the ones the locals go to. Well, exactly, and, and there's also people that have houses up there that we had spend the holidays the up there. Best pizza Oh, we found this one place. The pizza was so good. I think we went back there. So we went there twice on, over the very long weekend. And we what community there. was that? Oh, I don't remember now. I'd have to ask my wife. But, uh, oh, good, good pizza. I think we, we dined in once and took out once. So, okay. yeah, we had pizza twice. It was superb. They had a Packer golden, green and gold pizza. <laughs> uh, the gold was uh i mean it was it was it was good pizza the the base pizza was good uh and then they put uh cheese curds was the gold okay and i think kale was the green and it, it was it was really good though <laughs> i was not expecting to enjoy kale on uh, pizza on that's pizza. the first time i've ever had cheese curds on a pizza yeah so. They're probably fresh cheese curds also. Well, of course. This is Wisconsin. We only do fresh cheese curds. Well, once in a while you find them in the fridge. Uh, but but they shouldn't be. They're best fresh. Boy, that moon is almost... I can see how it's 92%. Yeah. So, I believe we are uh, close to the end of uh, the recording capacity of our uh, memory cards. So... This has been a very pleasant evening. We have a delightful, almost full moon looking down at us. 
little early for satellites, but we both need to get up early, so yes. no satellite watching today. But that's okay. I would have won, so we'll just assume that. Probably. That's because you cheat. <laughs> well, I just look at the sky, Bill. That's what you're <laughs> supposed to do. <sighs> so you get rid of that app on your phone. I did. I, I probably need to... Uh, Probably need to download that I thought again, you'd memorize when the, they were coming over. You'd no, look at it, okay, no. we'll have this one, and I'll look up and I'll say, there it is. I, yes, ladies and gentlemen, it has happened again. Uh, we uh, we told longer than our memory card was able to record. Um, I'm sure you didn't miss anything. <laughs> Catch you next time. <laughs>